Ladies and gentlemen, welcome and thank you for tuning in to another edition of Leroy's Library, Bangkok Lyric Lunacy's weekly podcast where we cover our community, culture, news, events, and anything regarding life on earth and in Bangkok. Today we are extra super blessed to be joined by an amazing artist, an amazing musician, a dear friend of mine and brother, none other than the one and only Buonedo Clandestino. Thank you for joining us today on this podcast. Thank you, Pablito, for uh, allowing me to be part of this corner of the internet in which we can exchange amazing ideas and people can utter whatever, wherever they are in the world. Yeah, man, no doubt. That's that's what this is about. You know, we're here to just discuss ideas, learn, learn about uh, just art and be a resource to any artists out there who is on the daily grind. You know, the daily struggles of your artists trying yeah. to make it in the world. I know those struggles. So that's what we're here for. We're just trying to have a little conversation and see how we can help those people along. So, um, Bonero Clandestino, please... Uh, let's just start by getting an introduction of who is Buonero Clandestino. Tell our listeners, tell the world, anyone who's listening, who is Buonero Clandestino? Well, Buonero Clandestino is a painter-songwriter. And uh, is the solo, is the name I have adopted as a solo artist. I, back uh, from where I'm, back in my home city, uh, Panama, uh, I was doing uh, rock and roll with uh, my band and stuff. And uh, somehow life took me to this spot in, in Asia and allowed me to develop this this kind of mixed cultural exchange and uh, just how I put Bonero Clandestino into a kind of a messenger uh, mission. And uh, so long it's been a, an amazing journey. <laughs> so you're saying... Uh Buonero Clandestino is an ambassador of sorts, a cultural emissary <laughs> who has come to show both parts of the world, both Asia and Latin America, to be aware of the cultural intricacies that are in both places. Is that right? Um, I see myself at this moment more like a lighthouse, you know, um, in terms of whoever is sailing around the shores might, might notice like, hey, what's going on there? It's, it's, I should avoid it or I, I, there's a space for me to stop and shake out, you know? All right. um, it's not like I am a stationary, but compared with time itself, I rather see myself as a lighthouse. Okay, so you, you are a beacon of light. <laughs> uh, letting the wayward travelers who are lost at sea know this is where there's dope shit. <laughs> This is, uh, all right, yeah. I, I, I dig that. So then please, won't you give us a little more insight on what that's like? How is it exactly that you do that, that you, you act as that lighthouse? Well, mainly as, as the opportunity came here, uh, came to, to visit Thailand, and I eventually decided to fulfill my professional career here in terms of studying. Um, I just somehow kind of, I don't want to say I forgot, but I learned to relearn from scratch most of, of what I was seeing here, which was the culture, the behavior, even the interpretation of abstracts. And this is something that I actually got interested enough to establish a symbological language, trying to unify some terms that we use in Latin America and in Southeast Asia, at least as low. There are um, 
it's been it's been interesting. There are some notes. There are some uh, key key relations. Just a few, and so far, you either are one way or another. But you need to at least borrow some things of from the other side to start making the bridge. This is the way I see it. There's not like a really strong bridge in terms of of what these relations are, but right now it's just pretty much business and they have forgotten a lot about those small similarities that could help improve communications. So you're, you're, you're saying that you're acting as a, a bridge connecting these two regions, right? Yeah. And, uh, and it's actually, that's, that's pretty interesting because just to get to Panama or South America is a real hassle, right? Um, you have to fly across the Pacific or across the other way you have to go take pick like four different connections before you get to where you need to get to. Um, so that right there is interesting because th that just shows how geographically distant Southeast Asia and South America are. A lot of parts of both of these regions share similar climates, share, share, just have cultural elements that maybe not be exactly the same, but one might be able to draw similarities if you take a closer look and, and find ways people from both regions can relate. The thing is that there are similarities all through their both timelines, right? Because both of us, um, I mean us in terms of Latin America and some countries in Asia, had been a conqueror or under some other government kind of stuff mm -hmm. and influential by them. In case of Latin America, it was the Spanish people, right? So um, I focus more into the indigenous, anything before that and Thankfully enough, uh, it was a good guess because indeed there are a lot of similarities uh, linking us to the Polynesian island sailors. It's just like bringing that up again, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's not new. It's just like it's, it's, it's a new scenario for it to rebuild again. And that's pretty dope. For example, um, the, the song I recently recorded and released, Reciproco, it's uh, all played by Asian musicians that they were in keen to play uh, the song that I was reading, which was like this salsa reggae mm -hmm. kind of stuff is pretty upbeat and they manage it properly and they enjoy it and they actually ended up putting a little bit of themselves and this is the result either asian players um filipino thai and around composing what they know already from their music influences and then myself producing it properly with paddy uh, which is my co-producer and making and assembling these ideas and then just leaving this uh, like candy trails. Let's see where, wherever, whoever right. come on that way, we'll, we'll see like, hey. That's what's up. So I'm glad you mentioned Reciprocal because this is your brand new single that Indeed. just came out literally like last Friday, right? Um, and if you haven't listened to this song, you need to go right now to Spotify or to YouTube and search Buonero Clandestino and listen to Reciproco. That song, I swear this song has been literally stuck in my brain all week since it came out. I, I'll be walking the dog and I just, I'm, I'm singing the song and I'm like, yo, what song is it? I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> <laughs> damn, that's Buonero Clandestino. Um, so, uh, so yeah, man, it's definitely a great song. And, and I like what you just said about using uh, a Asian, musicians to compose uh, Latin style music and allowing them and giving them the space to throw in their own flavor and own own take 
on this cult cultural phenomenon yeah. that isn't p particularly from where they're from, mm -hmm. but they can still kind of, again, draw that bridge and cross it to kind of deliver what you, you want to at the end. And I think, I think that's super dope. And uh, I think that's a really great way to represent this, this kind of movement that you are heading uh, Laticia movement. Indeed. Which is, uh, I mean, basically what everything you've said up until now has described my understanding of what Laticia is. Absolutely. Which Absolutely. is the merging of Latin and an Asian culture. That's why it's Laticia, right? Yeah. Uh, it's the, the first few letters of Latin and the last letters of Asia. Yeah. Um, so can you, can you just maybe talk a little bit more about Laticia and, and what are the different ways that uh, you, you, what are the different ways that Laticia manifests into? Right. Um, Laticia, as when this idea was brought to the table because a couple of friends started listening to songs, tunes that I was working on and uh, we were trying to identify what was going on. Um, eventually I managed to visualize this concept. Laticia is just for any other artist who can actually feel related to this feeling, you know. Um, which is, you are either Latin living in Asia, or you can even be mixed, or you somehow are Asian living in Latin America, which is very common. I have a good couple of Japanese friends back in Colombia. And, well, they are living in Colombia, but, you know, um, from Panama, representando. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is that, for example, in the concert, in the latest concert gallery that I did in Panama, there was uh, Filipino descendant uh, paintings uh, with Panamanian paintings, and I just tried to tell them to draw a, a story between mi mixing cultures, and uh, you can find those pictures uh, in my website and buoneroclandestino.com. And uh, I'm trying to keep the track of most of these ideas. Uh, also by the hashtag Laticia. If you ever feel like I want to draw uh, Machu Picchu in Chinese ink, uh, I don't know, I'm just throwing out ideas. That's uh, how Laticia manifests right now. Come on, we're in 2018. Look for the hashtag. <laughs> All right. So, so you, so the, the primary way that you kind of create the space for uh, art made around the Laticia concept is with the concert gallery. Yeah. So you have, uh, so like uh, you have musicians who, again, it could, could be from both regions yeah. um, and or any kind of artists who, this is the, the place where they display that art that creates that unifying feeling between both both regions and both continents. Um, and so you, you did just mention that the last time you did this was in Panama. Indeed. And you just got back from Panama for you. I think you spent a few, a few like a few months or a few weeks there. And clearly you were busy uh, getting some work done, which is dope. Absolutely. So please, uh, uh, like, how was it? What, what was it like to be back home? How long were you? How long was it before you went back? Um, it was almost two and a half years to like properly stay the amount of time that I stayed this time. Um, mostly, you know, I'm a human being and I'm ruled by the rules of society and I need to get some papers all together, man. Uh, but besides that, um, I was bringing this 
songs, these products, and all uh, the Leticia have been working in, in, in Thailand. And people like that, some friends, uh, I've been doing music back in Panama, but this is, this is something completely different to what I was doing. So I was pretty skeptical to see what, what, what we're gonna say. Yeah, because you said uh, before coming here, like your your dabbling in music was just rock focus, right? Yeah. So you're 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 going back saying, oh, I don't know, I don't know if, if the hood's gonna be feeling this. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was a good test, but wow, it was better than I expected. Completely. Uh, somehow, eventually, the, I started booking a couple of interviews and managing good people jump into it. We even help another music foundation there. Which is Escuela de Portobello, so mm. kids. Uh, we give them notebooks to study, and besides that, uh, it's interesting because here I am relying on small illustrations, uh, going to talks, put pasatai do I, and trying to explain what I'm doing. But the songs are in Spanish, and one thing is like actually listening a tune that you understand. And when I took that to Panama, and it was the first time in two and a half years that I actually presented to a crowd that might properly sing the chorus, uh, and uh, it was dope. It was dope. They like it, uh, and and some friends have been telling me that like, yeah, I got that reading of that that last chorus part in my head. I'm like, so actually, I actually I think this is pretty cool because um, so here you are, you're you're in Thailand, and you you know you've been working on music and putting it out and trying to promote it to a audience that doesn't understand the the, the words in the song which uh, isn't always um, a game breaker because nah. like k-pop is super popular all over the world and nobody knows what they're saying you know? <laughs> um, I, I I always hear people singing random uh, like Britney Spears songs or any or beyonce or, or whatever and they don't speak a lick of English they're just mm -hmm. singing the songs because they they know the memorize the song just like you memorize the baseline. Yeah. Um, but even still, that does provide some challenges when you're trying to, you know, uh, talk about the ideas that you want to put out. Right. Indeed. Um, so then here you are after all this time going through this kind of struggle, this journey of 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 explaining your music and your art. Finally, you're taking it home. Right. So you're like the hero returning home with with the trophy, with, you know, like uh, I here's the thing I you know, after all this traveling and all, all this uh, knowledge that I've gained, here is the result. And this is the audience that can really take it all in and really uh, dig deep into it. Um, at some point, yeah. Um, that, that, that was a good thing to visualize. But to be honest, I still needed to do some research. Uh, okay. The thing is... Um, well, I, I wouldn't jump too much into engineering details of how to make a bridge, <laughs> but uh, I'm pretty sure I still needed to bring already some results. It's 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 not a trophy yet at all, but it's 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 maybe we qualified for the next stage. Mm -hmm. Maybe we are we are ahead of something good, and as long as I am capable of passing the torch on time. And and it's not like even like I'm carrying a torch, you know what I mean? But I'm trying to give an idea. Um, it eventually will be like something actually that you can state like a trophy here, mm. amazing. Um, but it did feel good that people were open and 
make 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 me reflect myself that yeah I've changed I have grown I have developed into I don't want to say a different human being but like a next level of who I expected to be um, that's pretty nice and a uh, a good couple of professional uh, like I finish all my studies well until now and that that's pretty pretty motivating because I want to keep going forward into that side also. Great. And so now that you're back from Panama mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, you clearly you put out the song and, and you're in the works of, you know, just putting it in front of people. What's next? What do you do from here now now that the, the new single is out? Uh, what what goals are you working on? Well, so this, this is pretty much like a cooking time, you know, uh, we have put the song there in the oven to heat already. Uh, I need to see how it's gonna develop because there's many things we wanna do. First, we're gonna spice it up with some media visiting, like radio station here in Thailand, uh, some TV shows that it's gonna be um, pretty much after on July, perhaps. Um, not sure, but anyhow, visiting all these these venues, uh, media, and then. We want to do a music video. Uh, there's an amazing idea we have been working on that pre-producing. Um, so the art director of Reciproco as a single is uh, a friend of a good friend of mine, an amazing singer and a really gifted uh, designer. It's called Larissa. 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 Shout out to Larissa. Yes. And uh, and she she's giving me this idea about hey, this music video. I have some ideas and we've been working on it. And it involves a lot of dancing. If you listen to the song, you might feel like dancing. So yeah, this song is going to involve a lot of dancing. And so magic of production, we hope. Um, After that, uh, well, this is only the second single of the album we are recording. And the third single, I can talk about this properly. It's a song, it's a kind of a reggae root song. And a pasatai, pasasapenduai. Yeah, with a with a. So t- you you will be singing in Thai? No, or no, no. Will, I will, is- It will be it will be in Thai and in Spanish. Okay. Um, I can collaborate in the Thai chorus, but uh, I'm I'm I, I have I have a good friend that sings amazingly in Thai and will be recording the that voice. Nice. Yes. And so, a rapper, definitely. Man, come on, is 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 a roots reggae roots from Panama, but in Thai yeah, rapping, man. hell yeah. That's super dope, man. And I I think. You know, I do think it's so awesome that like you're you're creating the space. You're, you know, and no one's really doing this, right? Like, no, they are. They well, are. I but think in different aspects. You know, for at least from my perspective, right? Especially, you know, I'm I'm Latin American. Yeah. And one of the biggest things when you move here is you realize, yo, there's nothing. You have there's no rep, barely any representation of Latin America all the way out here in Asia, like. There's no like one of my comfort food is platano, man. Like, like you, uh, you can't yes. get platano <laughs> no. on here. No plantain. No properly. Um, so that's that's the first hit you take. Oh <laughs> shit, you know, and and so oh oh like you want to go like oh you're you're Mexican right? Let's go have Mexican food. No, like mm. you, so like the only Latin food here is Mexican yeah. food mostly, and there's a f- we school those for Mexican because they're around the world, man. Yeah, and and that's what's up because like they really are represented for all of Latin America. <laughs> Viva la raza. <laughs> and and so what I'm saying is like there's not much exposure to Latin culture while you're out here, and I think it's it's really nice and really refreshing that you're doing this because you're not only are you trying to represent 
Uh, but you're giving room for Asians to represent yeah. to Latin Americans, which I'm sure, of course, there's a little bit of back home, but not enough. You know what I mean? So I think that's super, super duper dope because uh, just the principle, you know, it's it's us being aware of each other. Um, and let's be real, like there's prejudices all over the world, especially between people who have no contact. So you're creating that contact. So for for over time, when you continue, as you continue doing this, you will be the one to provide that first contact for a lot of people um, when it comes to cultural exposure for Asians to Latin Americans and for Latin Americans to Asians. So again, like big ups to you because that's just really dope. And and again, the way you do it, the way you're doing it with your music, you're doing this concert gallery um, concept where you're having all kinds of artists, you're giving them a platform and they can come and it's it's like the, the space where it happens. Like the, you know, like, you know, here in, in Bangkok, we have the Beat Lounge, which is the yeah. place where hip hop happens in Bangkok. It's, it's Bangkok's hip hop temple. So here you are, uh, it might not be a physical building, but it's like a tabernacle, you know, you, you're <laughs> setting up the tent and here here it is. It's, it's the space where this type of cultural expression goes down. So I applaud you for that because it's super dope. And I guess we'll just switch gears. And I want to ask, um, what is, you know, for you, what's a current obsession that you have? Like something just fascinates you, like that you just can't get enough of at this moment. Okay, so most, most people, I, I'm, I'm not sure if, if, if this might generate a... Uh, a wow kind of sensation but there's something that really takes my heart and mind most of the time so i like arts i like reading i like science i definitely love it but i love football man like <laughs> yes trust me and the world cup is coming and sometimes i, I just i'm just like eating my food and then i see that advertisement and then i smile i go it's gonna be one of the best months ever <laughs> Um, and I know that's a pretty cute change of gears for this kind of podcast for what I've heard. But yeah, for me, it's sports. I started specializing in the study of sports and operations and management. So definitely, that's the other thing that obsessions me. Um, besides, so, so 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 once Buonetto becomes one of the most successful artists <laughs> on earth, he's buying a soccer team, a football team. Why not? Because that's what you, you just said. You studied sports management. Yes. So there's there's a plan in there. I see, man. I see. I understand what's going on. <laughs> uh, sports allow uh, people that doesn't need to speak the same language to exchange experience, both as a team and in time. And uh, I mean, I to be honest, I if, if if people like what I'm doing, that's that's absolutely amazing. At the end of the day, I have decided that what this vision I have, I'm gonna do it investing in what I think I am good at. So that's what I'm trying to do my music because uh, I try it and people like it. That was what I'm trying to do with sports because I enjoy it and I've seen I'm not that bad and I can keep doing it. And But mostly, um, that's it, man. I'm giving what I got. That's what's I'm up. giving what I got. Funny enough, here you are. You're trying to expose people to culture through music and art despite the fact that well, language isn't a thing. Yeah. And uh, that's what sports is. You're right. You're absolutely 100% right. It's the way we can we can all come to the table, no matter what, you know, the World Cup, despite all its, like, you know, corruption that you find yeah, in the yeah, news. Yeah, 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 you know, unfortunately. Um, despite all of that, the the real reason everyone gets excited, because this is where the world comes together, despite all the bullshit 
that goes on. Um, and we're here to play ball, man. You yeah. Know what I mean? so, that's what's up. Ball's live. <laughs> uh, what right now is your current uh, obstacle? What What's acting as the goalie while you're trying to kick in, Damn. kick the ball in? Well, um, a good friend of mine told me that there's no worse enemy than yourself, mm. something like that. Uh, I I might be too optimistic or realistic in terms of like visualizing obstacles. I like question, yeah. like What's right now today yeah. the 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 main just problem you have that you're just be trying to solve that you you're really putting energy into solving this problem you just can't solve it. What is it? I I I, I might I might be. Lack of patience. Okay, that's <laughs> some real shit right there. Yes, because uh, the way I see it is, is things that needs to grow proper. I mean, I need to do things. I know what things I need to do. Um, yeah, sometimes I get too anxious mm. about them actually going on. That's what I meant. Like maybe the the big obstacles I have in myself. That's it. Whatever. It's not like I'm in control of everything, but. If there's things that go spot off and it was my responsibility, so yeah, that's that's my obstacles. Like, so, so is there any way that you try to kind of hedge against that or to you know, uh, you know, with everything you do, keep in mind that that's that's an obstacle you you regularly face. And is there anything you do to kind of help you along to prepare um, for it whenever it comes up? Well, definitely. First of all, listening, listening, listening. I've been having. Uh, it's curious because I'm saying I'm not patient, but I have learned to fight that back by listening, taking my time to find out the information I'm gathering, decode it, get the abstracts behind it, what's what's the meaning, what's, what's going on, and reflection, you know? It's better to reflect than to react sometimes. And those two meditation trying to to help me talk with with all my burns and <laughs> all, all my boneros and to to see how how things are working on man um besides that just trying well like my buddy jesus once said like you treat everybody how you want to be treated man so that's the golden rule yeah. right there all right that's what's up man um so here we are in Bangkok, Thailand. Um, you know, clearly, uh, not being from here, uh, there's a kind of a just a experience that you have that's unique to you, right? Yeah. Um, as you're you're navigating through this world that you have come to call home now, um, what would you say is one thing? Uh, what would you say for anyone who's listening, who is an artist, right? Who listens to your story and says, damn, yo, that's dope what he's doing. Um, I love that idea and I'm very inspired by it. I wanna do something similar. Like I want, I wanna go away somewhere and I wanna, you know, I wanna do my thing. I wanna make art and I wanna connect with people. And I want, I wanna rep my, my city. I wanna rep my country. Um, what what would you say is something that they should keep in mind or 
something, some advice that they can follow uh, so that they can, I guess, I don't want to say follow in your, no, in your no. footsteps, you, you. but, you know, like, take, take some inspiration from what you're doing in, uh, like, in building bridges, like you said. Like, what, what is a main, that's, that's what I'm trying to ask. So, like, since you're building bridges and you're being a lighthouse to, to the world, right, and connecting yeah. cultures, what would you say to someone who is also trying to do something like this? Mm. You know, it could be different parts of the world. Yeah. Um, what are some things from your experience, from from the years that you've been working on this concept, what would you say is something they have to keep in mind to, and some something they should avoid or something they should take with them always? Well, if if I'm talking to fellow artists who might have felt like like I I I did with that hunger of of what what kind of connection should I be working on? First of all, if if well, if you feel that lost uh, because you have to be lost enough to find yourself, and if you f I I know I, I know what you're going through at different phases into the things that you may want to develop. It might take. There's not a time. Uh, there's not a time design. There's not life design for what you want to do. The best thing I could tell is be like a sponge in terms of gathering information, um, but not over. Do not. I mean, obviously, you will change your shape. You will be molded into what you are being feeding on, and be learn how to learn how to visualize that result and enjoy it. Um, there is obviously a th infinite amount of possibilities of things that would get, that would have been in another way. Like if I go, or if I stay in Poland, or if I stay in Russia, if I stay like in Senegal or whatever I have stayed, I'm pretty sure I might, ha I, I might have keep, I might have done the same thing, because this is a pursuit I've never, never, never quit in my life. Since I actually, since I started writing and paintings and and, and working on songs. It's just that it comes to opportunity that I had the chance to be fitted on with something different. And uh, never be afraid of that. You're, if you're called, if you want to use it or not, and how amount of it you want to use it. And if eventually you feel confident about it, uh, you can also make contact me. I'm not that far of a contact person. And yeah, man, citizen of the world. So, all right, that's what's up. So all of you out there who, who are listening and, and, you know, want to take a bit of wisdom from Buonero Clandestino, you know, of, to avoid some of the mistakes he's already made and, uh, you know, just to, to, to keep his flyness with you always, <laughs> right? Uh, listen, that's right. You have to listen. You have to be a sponge. The world around you is crazy and it's different and it will shock you. So you have to just take it for what it is and avoid that initial reaction right uh, and uh, also though you know a lot of times that reaction it comes from something within you right yeah. something that you identify with uh you know so there's a balance because you also have to be confident in who that is right yeah. you have to you have to stand strong with your sense of self even though you might not know have it fully even though you might not have that sense of self fully uh, you still have to stand strong, you know, like uh, like my mom always says, um, 
enderezate lo, los hombros. Uh -huh. um, straighten your back and your shoulders. Keep your shoulders back. Um, because it it's a habit that over time you will step into, even though like you're you're the lion with the small roar. That small roar is what will teach you how to continue to keep that loud roar when you're fully grown into the lion, the majestic king of the jungle that you are. So be confident in who you are, but also be humble enough to listen and learn from your surroundings. Um, that's that's what's up. I, I, I thank you very much, Bonero Clandestino, uh, for, for being here with us today. Uh, I want to maybe give you the opportunity before we close to, you know, kind of let everybody know where it is they can find you. So like if, if I want to follow your journey, if I want to stay updated with Laticia, uh, what do I have to do? Well, uh, first of all, thanks again for the invitation. Thanks for everybody for staying in and, and joining us. Uh, I really love this podcast. Uh, I've been following it since it came out. And Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, sometimes I was uh, complaining, like, hey, where's my podcast, man? I was leaning, uh, like, like for lunchtime, I was like, hey, I want to listen to something. But um, anyhow, besides that, um, where to find Bonero Clandestino? Well, first of all, uh, I think the easiest is using the hashtag Laticia just to see why it is. And then if you want to see the artist behind the art, then you can properly look for us in either uh, boneroclandestino.com or, well, Facebook, uh, Bonero Clandestino. Um, I am sure that if I try to spell it, people, I mean, like listening and writing it down. Now, just if you're listening this, you should be able to to read it in the, either the title or or the comments. And I don't want to be rude. I'm just trying to make your life easier. So like I'll spell it out for you. All. <laughs> so find Buonero Clandestino. First of all, the he said the first spot is check out Laticia, the hashtag Laticia. So if you're on IG, get on that. If you're on, on, on Facebook, Laticia, hashtag oh, yes. L-A-T-I-S-I-A. A. Yeah. And Buonero Clandestino. I know most of y'all don't speak Spanish, um, but this is a Spanish word. Buonero Clandestino. There's a silent H. It's B-U-H-O-N-E-R-O. -E Buonero Clandestino. C-L-A-N-D-E-S-T-I-N-O. BuoneroClandestino.com. Go to that website. Uh, search it on Google, on Facebook. But if you're too lazy, it's fine. Check out Laticia hashtag. And if you really can't spell it by now, you'll see on the title of this podcast, it will have that spelled out for you. Um, that was master class, bro. <laughs> yeah, man, no doubt. We got to let them know. Got to let them know where to find you. So Thanks, lovely. Once again, uh, Buonero Clandestino, I can't thank you enough. Uh, I, I am absolutely in love with your new song Reciprico and that's not even bullshit man like it really is my jam right now it's stuck in my fucking head uh, and I'm not even mad at that so uh, <laughs> thank you so much for making that song bless bro bless. and thank you for being here gracias gracias and I hope everybody have an amazing time great so ladies and gentlemen that's all for this episode of Lee Roy's library be sure to tune in subscribe to this podcast 
on SoundCloud. Follow us on SoundCloud. If you're listening, you're probably on SoundCloud already. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you for that. And yeah, just stay tuned, y'all. We'll be back with another interview and another resource to give artists in Bangkok and all around the world just wisdom and advice and game you know we're all trying to hustle we're all trying to grind we're all trying to make it we're all trying to stop being hungry and we're all trying to express ourselves like jose marti said in his poem uh he's just trying to drop his verses (laughs) yo soy un hombre sincero de donde crece la palma and what was it was how does it go fuck i forgot um but we're just trying to we're just trying to drop these verses from our soul. Echar mis versos del alma. That's what we're trying to do. So if that's what you're trying to do, just stay tuned to Leroy's Library, and we'll see you back next time. Voila. Digo que en sueños persigo tu rastro hasta la eternidad. Escondo conmigo el triste castigo de no poder decir la verdad. Esta es mi propuesta, hagamos la apuesta, aunque. Lo que siento por ti Pero momento El viento da muchas vueltas Antes de encontrar su No digas te quiero Lo que siento por ti